Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. It's time to get outside. This is KSL Outdoors. Brought to you by Bear River Lodge. Two hours of stories and information on hunting, fishing, and high adventure. KSL Outdoors with Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning and welcome to a brand new day as we kick off another Saturday together on this Labor Day weekend. And we're glad you're here to uh, be a part of it, as always, for the next couple of hours. Plenty to talk about. We'll give you a rundown of uh, exactly what's on tap uh, in just a few minutes. But uh, these temperatures this weekend, strange stuff, man. We're talking about seven or eight straight days of 100-degree weather. And uh, Labor Day Monday could be 103 that after a couple of 102-degree days. Just need to remind everybody that uh, although you're listening to this program recorded as live for you for Saturday morning, we're doing it uh, here this week on Wednesday because uh, I'm headed down to Florida for a little uh, college football game. Navidowskis is already on his way down there, so um, kind of strange that we would have to go to Florida to find cooler weather, <laughs> but that's what's happening yeah. here on this Labor Day weekend. Tim Hughes in the uh, South Production Studios of KSL News Radio at the Triad Center in downtown Salt Lake City. Russ Smith is with me at the Sky Call Compound up in Sugar House. It is weird. Yeah. These temperatures are strange, right? Whole, the whole nation is upside down on this weather. If you look at the whole weather pattern, um, it, it's just, it was well, I'm not going to go into it, but take a look and, and go to a national weather source uh, and take a look at their weather maps. It's just so unusual everywhere. And we're right right up against hurricane season right now, so that's going to make a difference down there in Florida pretty soon. Yeah. So see how that all works out. Well, and you've got families uh, down in Mississippi. Have they been bothered by the yeah. floods down there? You know, it's it's very interesting because we call it, we're, we're knee jerk on that. We call them every time there's because I watch the weather down there. Um, they live in an area outside of Jackson that's never affected by the floods, never affected. I don't want to say never ever, but the the hurricane the the tornadoes never creep up to their area. It's just they've been without odd weather the whole time they've been there about ten years now. Uh, with the exception of a couple of snowstorms, <laughs> so and that very so unusual, J- very J- unusual snowstorm. Jake and the family have been there for a decade. That's hard to believe. Well, uh, I, you know, I don't know for sure, but it's been you know, <laughs> it's it's, been a while. Let's just say six. Let's say six or eight years. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, it has been a story of sort of the haves and the have-nots with the drought situation out west. And yeah. uh, I bring this up every once in a while. And I'm sure that the numbers, the infrastructure cost would be astronomical. But I thought, you know, as much as we ship oil from place to place to uh, keep things moving with, uh, you know, cars and things and, and trucks to get all of our things, uh, stuff delivered around the country, wouldn't it make sense to also put in a water pipeline so we could move water from one side of the country to the other uh, oh, man. when there were flooding conditions just to sort of equal things out a little bit? Well, we might as well. We're throwing money all over the place, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I could think – yeah, go ahead. No, I was just thinking – I mean, to me, you'd probably get most people to sign on for that kind of an expense anyway. Well – you, it would it would bring the country back to full employment. That's for sure. It, that, that would take a lot of a lot of people to, to facilitate that. Yeah, and well, a lot the, of heavy equipment. Yeah. The, the the question is, where do you put that inlet? Uh, not knowing where the water is actually going to be coming from. That's the tough thing. At least when you're pumping oil, you know uh, where it's going to come out of the ground and where it needs to be dropped off at for refineries and right. things. Anyway, that's right. that's a discussion for some other day or or no day yep. at all. Um, uh, the West struggling not only with uh, the drought situation, but as hot as it's been here this weekend, California's, they told us on Thursday and, or Wednesday, excuse me, uh, they told us on Wednesday on Utah's Morning News that uh, Los Angeles was expecting 115 degrees. I don't know that that makes anybody right. feel better about 102, but we're certainly not the only ones uh, getting through it, as you, as you mentioned a minute ago. Hey, uh, you were telling me before we jumped in to record here that it's uh, been a busy week for you and some good news when it comes to the Starlink devices that you've been talking about. Those right. fo- those phones, you've actually rented them all out. Yeah, we they're not phones. They're, they're actually a satellite you know, unit, just like you have on your house if you have satellite. But, uh, yeah, it's a very portable unit, and uh, we've got them out. They're, they're, all of our stuff is going to... Uh, Colorado uh, after the holiday, but uh, we've got we've got one guy's take. This is the funniest story. He calls and asks me about that because he didn't know I had that. I said, "Yeah, I got this thing you need." He says, "We want to watch the game, and the kids got homework to do." <laughs> I said, "I can cover both bases." <laughs> so I tell him what I got, and we go through this conversation. I have to have this conversation about how much sky do you have because that's going to affect anything on the satellite. And he thought he had plenty of sky. I said, well, why don't you pass a hat around, have the kids pay for it, you know? So, anyway, mm. get to watch the game, and the kids get to do their homework. Everybody's, well, just about everybody's happy. And where were they headed? Just up up out of the, uh, he, I didn't ask him where the cabin was at. I believe it's oh. up by Smith & Morehouse. So, part of that they'll ma- work there. Part of that yeah. makes me happy. Part of it makes me sad. Uh, yeah, I know. I you know, know. And, and we go through this back and forth all the time about it because uh, we talk about the importance of being able to get away and disconnect and and le- have the kids leave all the electronic devices yeah. at home. But uh, these days, if they're still distant learning, or maybe they've chosen that going forward for their family, you do have to have kids uh, have the ability to get their work done and still get away, but uh, I'd, right. I'd still prefer just to cut the cord and go do it. Record the game. If you're going to be at the cabin, record the game and watch it on the day you get back, just so you have <laughs> the experience of getting away from it all. Yeah, we have talked about this a lot. And, well, it's it's sometimes it means can we go or do we have to stay home? True. And 
that was that was a lot at Lake Powell. How long could a guy stay and and work from his from his houseboat? You know, back in the day, there was not a whole lot of equipment that would do that, and now it's pretty easy. Yeah. So in those cases, you're talking about guys that were always stuck behind a desk, desk, and this gives right. them the ability to actually get away. So yeah, that's uh, right. one side to focus on. I'm going to guess there aren't many companies, uh, individuals, big or small, uh, that are renting those uh, Starlinks, are they? Well, I've I've done searches and searches to see if I have any competitors, but I don't. And uh, at least in this area, um, and really nothing national. So uh, I, I could be wrong on that, but I just haven't found anybody else. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's, for the equipment, it's reasonably priced. Yeah. And uh, we're we're working on the plans and everything, so we, we have everything standardized. Well, Skycall is the name. If you want to give him a call, 801-450-8317. I do that because Russ can never remember his number. But yeah. <laughs> I have a short-term memory problem. <laughs> 801-450-8317. It's just one of many options they have for you to get out and enjoy yeah. some time in the outdoors. And it's really more for safety than it is for the kids to do homework or for you to watch a football game. But, right, but right. It, it, if that's a concern of yours, there you go. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about what's coming up on the show today. We have news of the week in a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, Bear River Lodge, Tracks Power Sports, sponsors of this program. Roger Eggett will check in with his usual weekly visit. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more this week about tracks. Even with these crazy temperatures, we're sure that at some point we're going to be making the turn to uh, cooler weather and fall uh, foliage uh, opportunities are right around the corner. And, boy, uh, Bear River Lodge is right smack dab in the middle of one of the most beautiful spots. So we'll uh, pick Roger's brain about places to go there. Now, Fish Bites with Navadomskis is coming up. We're going to talk more fishing this week, though, with uh, Faith Jolly, who we always love having on the show from the Division of Wildlife. The Kokanee viewing opportunities are coming up, uh, I think, both at um, – Flaming Gorge, and this month also at some point up in uh, uh, at Strawberry Reservoir. So we'll uh, talk about all the opportunities there to get the kids out. We'll go road tripping with the boys, and let me just check here. Mark sent me a note a minute ago. We're going to talk about Daggett County and the experiences that both Bob and Mark had on the road last week, speaking of Flaming Gorge, up in that area and the Sheep Creek uh, Trail areas up there. So uh, that discussion coming up. Charlie Jennings is going to join us. You tell me Charlie's uh, taking a satellite phone with him to the winds, right? Yeah, he is. You bet. Uh, So he's headed to the Wind Rivers. He's uh, in preparation for that. And I've been watching his social media and almost uh, bragging to us uh, with direct (laughs) video and pictures of him out on his mules when he's uh, out either on his own or with a group of people, just uh, having a a ton of fun with the mules that he is now so involved with. He's traded in his goats for a couple of mules. So we'll find out about uh, his Wind Rivers trip coming up in uh, next hour, about 7.35 this morning. And then UDOT made a huge announcement just before we started, uh, sat down to record this week, made a huge announcement about... The decision being made on uh, transportation projects headed up Little Cottonwood Canyon for the future. Oh. And they've opted for the gondola, uh, which not everybody's going to be happy about. I'll be curious to get feedback from people on our Facebook page. I posted it there and, and asked the question, what say you? 
But we heard this week on, uh, as soon as the announcement came out, we heard from the project manager, Josh Vanjura, with UDOT. We'll play back some of his comments. And Dave Field also weighed, uh, Fields also weighed in from Snowbird. He's the GM up there. So we'll share uh, his thoughts about a gondola. There's a 45-day comment period coming, and we'll give you a timeline for it all uh, just ahead and what the funding looks like to make it happen. That hasn't been figured out yet either. More of KSL Outdoors Radio coming up. Don't go away. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back to KSL Outdoors Radio. Uh, Tim and Russ here with you for another week, and it's uh, great to have you riding along. Just wanted to pull up this uh, press release that I had in front of me. Uh, Russ Smith also back with me here for our news of the week, and then we'll uh, try and get Roger Eggett also on the phone from uh, Bear River Lodge and Tracks Power Sports. Uh, so I said a minute ago, um, Russ, that as I got ready to record today, UDOT came out with the information that they have uh, landed on the side of a gondola. You've probably seen some of the advertisements on, uh, you know, television. If you've watched any TV in the last little while, they've been running some. It'll be an eight-mile-long gondola. There's a 45-day comment period. This isn't going to happen overnight, obviously. They expect a final decision to come in October, and then they'll have a two- or three-year planning period process for all of this it looks like with all of the infrastructure that it's going to take to do it and they do want to make some improvements on wasatch boulevard and there's some other things they want to make sure they take care of probably to satisfy the people on the other side of the argument of not putting in a gondola uh it's going to cost about 160 million dollars so the funding side of this has not been figured out yet but it's interesting. I, I mentioned that uh, the project manager, Josh Vanjura, was on uh, David Dujanovic shortly after the announcement from UDOT. We also heard from Dave Fields, uh, who is a friend of this program. I wanted to get just his thoughts uh, when he answered a few questions about what it means to Snowbird and what it means really for anybody that uh, goes up right. Little Cottonwood Canyon anytime during the year for just about anything. Well, the ride that I've taken on these 3S gondola systems around the world is absolutely stunning. They put one in at the Eiger. I haven't ridden that one, but it's just an amazing ride for people. And it gets people with, of all abilities. If you're in a wheelchair, you can ride a gondola. If you are on a mountain bike, you can put it in the gondola. If you're coming up to hike or backcountry ski, in the upper canyon you can ride a gondola so it really checks a lot of different boxes and 
I think it's something the state will really be proud of. And something to keep in mind, Debbie, is this is a long-range planning process. And what UDOT is anticipating is what growth will look like in the Wasatch in 2040 and 2050. And what they saw was the current way of getting people up and down the canyon on a steep two-lane road was not sustainable for the kind of population we'll have in Utah in the coming years. So I really applaud them for being open to an alternative way of getting people up and down the canyon. I think it's going to be great. We've touched briefly on this idea, uh, Russ, on the show before, and I don't remember how you weighed in on it. I'm actually in favor of the gondola. I don't see how having cars certainly is not sustainable and if you you're not a skier but if if you had tried to get up little cottonwood canyon or big cottonwood for that matter on a great snow day you will spend hours sitting at the bottom of the hill stacked up on wasatch boulevard you may not even find a parking space when you finally get up there it it, it is a nightmare and this seems to be the best solution to me it sounds like it to me i i haven't seen anything else proposed that uh, would really, you know, meet everybody's, you know, what we're looking for. Yeah. There's something clean and, and something that just doesn't interfere with what's going on on the ground. So keeping it up in the air, I think, is a great idea. And it would be running all summer. And, you know, how yeah. many how many times have you driven that canyon and you don't really get much of a chance to really take in the view and enjoy the beauty of it because you're so focused on the road, rightfully so. Uh, right. But even on a right. bad wintry day, you wouldn't have to be so worried about sliding off one side of the road or the other or traffic jams or anything else. You just sit back and enjoy that ride. And you said it when we were in the commercial break even, um, you know, the opportunity for you and Chris, for instance, just to go up and yeah. say, let's take a ride up the canyon on the gondola and go have dinner at Snowbird or go right. up to Alta, right. whatever it is. Yeah, that, that's something that would be a lot of fun. I, I can see a lot of people just using it just for that purpose, just yeah. to go up even on a, on a hot day like we're having and, and spend the day up there. So well, and right it now, makes life a little easier. Yeah, right now Oktoberfest is going on up there, and it's always, ah. it's always packed. So uh, this would be helpful for that as well. I know there are people who just absolutely hate this idea. Many of them live up there in that uh, corner of the valley, and so I, I absolutely understand the disruption. I understand that you think the environmental impact of all of this is going to be in the short term something you just don't want to see happen. But in the long term, the, uh, a short-term impact seems like, uh, at least in my mind, that uh, it would solve a lot of the long-term concerns and problems, even environmentally. So uh, we'll see how it all plays out. Uh, and uh, yeah. before we wrap up the program today, we don't have time to do it right now, but before we wrap up the program today, I do want to play a little bit longer segment from uh, Josh Van Jura just to sort out some of the questions people might have. So we'll do that just before 8 o'clock, before we turn things over to uh, the Greenhouse Show with Tana Maria. They are uh, ahead here on KSL. And by the way, we've got Cougar football today, and it's extended coverage. (laughs) Mitch Harper in Florida. We'll have uh, full coverage with a full cast of characters coming up for you at 10 o'clock today. So the Greenhouse, 8 to 10 rather than 8, 11. But, uh, Looking forward to that coverage coming up here on the home of the Cougars, KSL News Radio. We'll take a break. A news update. And on the other side, Roger Eggett from Bear River Lodge. Stay right there. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. 
And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.